Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF podcast. And in the natural world, it's unfortunate when we have to have a blood transfusion and can't find a matching blood type. But when it came to Jesus and our sins of the world, his blood was always compatible. And just like this week's episode, the blood still works. Up next. Then the world is left in confusion. They don't know what to do. Oh, but for us, we do know what to do. And we do know what works. The hope of this world is still Jesus. And I know that the blood still works. Glory to God. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is in the house. Hallelujah. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Anybody got something you need to break free from? Anybody got something that needs to be broken free in your life? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yeah, yeah. He inhabits the praises of his people. And so he's rested in the room. So as he goes up and down the aisles, tell him what you want. Just tell him what you want. While he's here, you might as well tell him what you want. Tell him what you want. Tell him right now. Hallelujah. You deserve it. All of my praise. You deserve it. You deserve it. You're so worthy. You deserve it. You're so worthy. You're so worthy of my praise. You deserve it. You worshipers in the house I just just wonder if there's anybody that God has been that good to I just wonder if there's anybody that God has been that good to I got excited this morning and so grateful Pastor Kevin reminded us that we have not lost anybody we haven't lost one member to COVID you deserve it. Oh, hallelujah. There's been family members, there's been friends. But yeah, 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 yeah. You deserve it. We just asked him to do us a favor. I asked him, God, to do a favor for us. And I didn't want to bury nobody from COVID-19. You deserve it. We five months in. You deserve Hallelujah. 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 Tell the devil to shut up. I don't care what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm talking about what's going to happen right now. You deserve it. We've had some close calls, y'all. You deserve it. So my hallelujah. Well, Pastor, what you going to do if we don't get through this whole thing without losing anybody? I'm going to do the same thing. You He's yet worthy. He's still worthy. Yes, he is. You deserve it. 
What you gonna do, Pastor, if somebody lose their job and don't get their job back, and if somebody lose their house, and if somebody lose their income, I'm gonna do the same thing I'm doing right now. You deserve You're worthy of the glory. You're worthy of the honor. You're worthy. You've been mighty good to me. Hallelujah. Let me get on with this word so we can take communion. Get on out of here. Amen. We all are going to be on our Zoom reunion at 6 o'clock, so I want to give you all plenty of time, but he's just worthy, Sharonda. He just... He's just worthy of the praise. We, we're going into a week of praise. Our, our, our prayer week is going to be about praise. So we just kicking it off, kicking it off. Thank you, praise team. You may have your seats. And welcome, those of you that are listening. That's why sometimes you got to be in the house. Because I don't know if you can feel what we feel. But I'm praying that it's, that it's gone over the airways and that you do feel the presence of the Lord that's in this house. So welcome, welcome everybody to our communion celebration. And the bread that we eat represents the body of our Lord and Savior that was broken for us. And the juice that we drink represents the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. And Jesus said that as often as we do this celebration, we remember him. So here in New Antioch, six times a year, we celebrate and we remember and we retell the story and we commune together. But today I want to focus on just one of the major elements of our celebration. And Pastor Sharonda was trying not to mess with it, but you could have went on and messed with it, girl. The Spirit of the Lord was in here. Uh, uh, we was going to focus on one thing today, and that's the blood of Jesus. Somebody say the blood of Jesus. I didn't say it like somebody. Hopefully you about to end. You'll, you'll, you'll say it with some conviction. Somebody say the blood of Jesus. It's my topic this morning is an affirmation. It's, it's a personal testimony and it's good news. My topic is more this morning, this afternoon. I'm sorry. My topic this afternoon is I know that the Blood still works. Just tell somebody, just holler at them. You can't talk directly to them, but tell somebody, I know that the blood still works. And I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm not talking about what I read. I'm not talking about what I've been taught to believe. I'm talking about what I know. And I know that the blood still works. As you've already heard, this topic came to me through the family of one of our members who was in ICU fighting with coronavirus disease 2019, also known as COVID-19. And they were contemplating giving her blood plasma that had the COVID-19 antibodies in it. And, and one of the family members woke up that day, I'm not sure if it was before or after, but they woke up that day with the song on their heart, I know that the blood still works. Now they didn't know whether or not that blood plasma was going to work, but they did know that there was another blood at work. And so when I heard that, I God let me know that's what he wanted us to celebrate today. Because so many things in our world have gone absolutely crazy. And with all of this, every candidate has a plan. Every agency has an approach. Every doctor has a treatment. Every hospital has a protocol. Every drug company has a, has a pill. And every lawmaker has a bill. But we can't put our trust in any of it. Because no one can agree what works 
works for COVID. Nobody can agree what works for the economy. They can't agree on what's going to work for racism and inequality. They can't agree on what's going to work for brutal police brutality or criminal justice. Nobody can seem to agree to what's going to work for education, what will work for health care or mental health or gun violence. And the world is left in confusion. They don't know what to do. Oh, but for us, we do know what to do. And we do know what works. The hope of this world is still Jesus. And I know that the blood still works. This year, we're focusing on purpose. And we have this summer theme. Our theme this summer has been now, work it out. Tell somebody now, work it out. Well, what are we Walk it out. Now walk it out. I'm sorry. Now walk it out. So what is it that we're walking out? What, what are we supposed to be walking out? We're walking out our purpose. We've talked about it all year. So now it's time for you to personally walk out this purpose. Walk this purpose out. As I, as I prepared, though, this topic made me feel bad for all the folks who are out there trying to make things happen in this world. I felt bad for him because I, I, thought, I thought this, Darian, what if your purpose in life was to promote something that didn't work? What if all your speaking was to sell something that didn't work? What if all of your activity in life, and some of y'all been doing some of that, what if all your activity in life was dedicated to something that didn't work? How sad it would be. What a waste of time. What an insignificant life to spend it all, pouring all your energy into something that doesn't work. But we know it happens all the time. The things that people will do to promote something that doesn't work blows my mind. We've all been victims of it. We have all bought something that didn't work. All of us at some time have bought something that didn't work because somebody was just good at selling it. The only problem is, is people are not idiots and you can't keep selling me something that doesn't work. It would be such a tragedy to dedicate your life to promoting something that doesn't work. But that is not the case with us. We have a purpose that promotes something that reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. We have a purpose to promote something that turns haters into lovers, that turns rivals into brothers, that turns racists into embracers, that turns the depressed into praisers. We, we have a purpose to promote something that turns thugs into theologians, that turns low lives into leaders, that turns whores into housewives, that makes players hate the game. We, we promote the power of the blood of Jesus. And I know that the blood still works. So go with me this afternoon to the Garden of Gethsemane. It was the night that Jesus was betrayed. Jesus is in trouble. And as John Lewis would say, good trouble. The, the men who were coming to arrest him had arrived at the garden. He was in trouble. Good trouble. They, they took him to multiple courts that night. People were lying on him. And if he was convicted, he would be executed that day. Jesus was in trouble. It was good trouble. And the devil was playing right into the hands of God. You see, there was only one thing that could win all of us back to our right relationship with God. See, the price to forgive the sins of the world and to provide us with eternal life instead of eternal death that we had signed up for. That, that price was so expensive. The ransom for our souls was so high that the only thing that had that much value was innocent human blood. 
But innocent human blood existed nowhere. It was nowhere in the universe except in the veins of Jesus. So Jesus had to get himself in trouble. Oh, but it was good trouble. It was good trouble. He was beaten bloody with a whip that tore his back and his chest to shreds. He was in trouble, y'all, but it was good trouble because now they have shed that innocent blood. Now it's on. Now the battle is about to be won. So they led him away to be crucified. They begin to nail his hands to the wood with these big old thick spikes. And then they begin to nail his feet with those same kind of spikes. And now now they prop the whole thing up and drop him into the ground. Oh my God, this is going to kill him. Jesus is in trouble. Oh, but it's good trouble. He was unjustly arrested, unjustly convicted, and unjustly executed. Oh, but it created for us a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and Santa still plunge beneath that flood, and they lose all their guilty stain and right here today I declare to you you don't have to worry about spending your life promoting something that doesn't work because the blood still works what does it do the blood still makes the wrong right Romans 5 and 9 says much more than Having now been justified by his blood, justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Now, justified means I was wrong, but now I'm right. I've been made right. You know you was wrong. Y'all that's listening, you know you was wrong. You did it. You ate it. You said it. You stole it. You lied about it. You thought it, you touched it, you know you were wrong, you smoked it, you drank it, you bought it, you looked at it, you shot it up, you felt it up, you picked it up, you sent for it, you paid for it, and then you shared it. You know you was wrong, and you enjoyed it. You enjoyed it so much you repeated it. You made a habit of it. You got addicted to it. You recommended it. You defended it. You promoted it. You supplied it. And some of y'all sold it. Whatever it is. It is sin. It was wrong. It was against God's law. It was offensive to the Father. It was an insult to the Son. And it grieved the Holy Spirit. Oh, but the minute that you believed in Jesus, his blood goes into effect over your entire life. And you have been legally declared to be right in the eyes of God. And now because you are now right, now you're righteous. And because you're now righteous, you are now in right standing with God. And it's as if you had never done it. Never said it. Like you never drank it. Like you never smoked it. <laughs> like you never lied about it or like you never enjoyed it. The blood still makes the wrong things right. It makes wrong people right. And the blood still redeems and forgives. Ephesians 1 and 7. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins. Redemption is the purchasing back of something that had been lost by the payment of a ransom. The debt we owed for our sins and it's good to me, Darian. The debt we owed for our sins was not just canceled. It was fully paid. There's a difference. In you canceling my bill and in you fully paying it. And so sometimes we, we, we get excited about our, our debt being canceled. But it was more than just canceled. It was fully paid. It wasn't canceled. The debt we owe for our sin was not canceled. It was, it was just canceled. It was fully paid. We were not giving back to God because the, Jesus beat the devil at his own game. And the devil just said, okay, you beat me at that game. You get to have him back. 
We're not free because the devil lost a bet and then turned us over. Because, no, y'all, the debt was never owed to the enemy. We had offended and transgressed the law of God. And then we lost our right to live. So God's law required that the wages of sin was death. Oh, but there was a loophole in the law. There was one loophole in the law. He said, by his grace, God put a loophole in the law. He would allow someone else's life to buy back your life. But that person would have to be blameless and innocent. And then that would pay for your sin and get your debt forgiven. So with the blood of Jesus, that debt wasn't just canceled. The price was fully paid. You are redeemed and forgiven. Even if you do it again, touch it again, smoke it again, see it again, eat it again, and drink it again. Even if you fail, even if you stumble, even if you fall, even if you struggle, the blood still works. It still makes the wrong right. It still redeems and forgives. And the blood still gives life. John 6, 53. Then Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat of the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So this scripture speaks to the communion that we're taking today. Communion is just a symbol of what you've already done in the spirit. When we eat of his flesh, we're admitting and acknowledging that when he died, we died. He was our substitute. What was done to him was counted as if it were done to us. And then when we drink of his blood, we're saying the same thing. When his blood was shed, we are accepting that our blood was shed. But of course, our blood wouldn't have done us any good. It was too contaminated to bring life. You never give bring life to somebody by giving them somebody else's contaminated blood. And so our blood wouldn't be, wasn't useful. So we had to use his blood to get life. So he died in our place. He bled in our place. But when he rose from from the dead he rolls up with a new life and we rolls up with a new life life is in the blood this word for life is the greek word zoe everybody says zoe it's more than physical life it's the life that comes from god and that is sustained by god it is god life he gives us god life and it's given to us, and that God life gives us the capacity for eternal life. Y'all holla, Zoe. The blood of Jesus still brings life. It brings Zoe. It brings eternal life, and it will never lose its power. It never contaminates. It never gets clotted and stops flowing. It cannot be infected. It cannot be infiltrated. There can be no virus in it or a parasite. The blood still brings life. We will never die. Do y'all really understand that? Do you understand that? We will never die since the blood of Jesus has been applied to our lives we will never die we will never die we will never die we will just transfer over to the other side the blood still works it makes the wrong right it redeems and forgives it gives life and the blood cleanses from sin. First John 1 and 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Sin is dirty. Makes your soul dirty. But the blood cleans it up. It takes the stain of it right out. It makes you brand new and clean in the eyes of God, but it also gets it out of your system. The blood can clean it out of your system. The blood of Jesus just doesn't forgive you. It doesn't just give you life. It doesn't just redeem you, but it also has the power to clean you up. Have you ever told somebody, oh, you clean up pretty good? Well, with the blood of Jesus, you clean up really good. <laughs> 
You can tell folks that's been, I can tell by how you look that you've been washed in the blood. I might look at you and say, you clean up really good. I can tell by the way you talk that you've been washed in the blood. I can tell by the way you walk that you've been washed in the blood. I can tell by the way you present yourself that you've been washed in the blood. I can tell by the way you live that you've been washed in the blood. Some say, well, pastor, I'm still a little dirty. Well, just stay under the blood. Keep applying the blood. Keep pleading the blood. For example, in this heat, where we were this morning, in that outside service, in this heat, you need a bath every day. Some of you on the job that you're on, you need a bath every day. People that work with COVID, they need a bath every day. Really, under normal conditions, you need a bath every day. So don't get discouraged. If you keep getting a little dirty, in this world that we're living in, you might need a bath every day. You might need a blood bath every day. Under these worldly conditions, you may need a blood bath every day. So, but just don't stay dirty. Don't stay stinky. Don't just because, you know, you get sweating, you get nasty, or you got all that stuff. You don't say, well, you know what? I'm going to have to take a bath again tomorrow, and I'm going to take a shower again the next day, so I might as well not take one today. Who does that? So why would you do that spiritually? Just because the world that we live in, you might get a little dirty again. You got to realize that ain't nothing wrong with taking a blood bath every day. Don't stay dirty. Don't stay stained because the blood still works. It cleanses from sin. And the blood still overcomes the enemy. Oh, yes, it does. Revelation 12 and 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony, the blood of Jesus is also a weapon against the enemy. Everything the devil did was undone by the blood. Everything that sin brought on us was undone by the blood. Poverty, sickness, death, separation, self-destruction. When these things come against your life, Reverend, the old saints told us that we could plead the blood. Anybody, any church kids out there, y'all remember they told us to plead the blood because the devil can't cross over the blood. The enemy can't claim what is covered by the blood. Demons can't infiltrate what has been drenched by the blood. And the Bible even says in the end times, in that Revelation 12, at verse 9, it says, A great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before God day and night has been hurled hurled down and they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony so all the way to the end of the world the blood still works Man, this is after the rapture this is after all that stuff all the way to the end of the world the blood still works it still overcomes the enemy and the blood still brings you near to God this blood working, ain't it? This blood's a hard working thing. It brings you near to God. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. At that time, you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once afar off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. You see, our sins had separated us from God. Without Christ, we were aliens from all of the promises, all the covenants, and all of the blessings. This world had no hope, sort of like it feels now. We will also move now into our time of giving, our time of giving tithe. Tithing, we believe here, is for worshipers only. It is a part of our worship. It is a part of what we do in our obedience just to show God that we are obedient and that we love him. 
There are three ways that you can give to our guests that have joined in. We are grateful that you are here and welcome into this place. You too also can give as those give that are members of our ministry. Three ways to give. You can give online at nuancia-aliante.org. Push the donate button and follow the prompts. Second way you can give is through text. Text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word, and follow those prompts. And then you can also give through the standard mail system. Our address will, will be in the comments. It's 2550 Nature Park Drive, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. We are grateful for those who continue to give, grateful for your obedience in giving. This is what it feels like to be without God in the world. Everybody's wondering what is going on, what is going on. I really believe God is, is still stepping back. Y'all don't want me? Okay. Y'all don't want nothing to do with me? Okay. Let me step back a little, and this is what's going on. This is what it feels like without God in the world. Just look around at the world. Look at the chaos. Look at the turmoil, the violence, the murders, the addictions upon addictions. People are wild and crazy and confused. You got politics, protests, police, poverty, and a pandemic. This is what a godless world looks like. People are far away from God and far away from what God has to offer. Oh, Oh, but even now, the blood, the blood brings us close to God. The blood has handled our sin problem, so it handles our proximity problem. We are brought near to God by the blood of Christ. He is right here in the midst of this confusion. He is right here in the midst of this chaos. He is right here to protect and to guide and to save and to set free. We are not in the same condition as the rest of the world. Oh, y'all need to get that in your spirit. Oh, y'all that's freaking out. We are not in the same condition as the rest of the world. We are not in the same condition as the rest of the world because he is right here with us. We are near to God. He's right here. The God of the universe is my very present help because the blood still works. The blood makes the wrong right. The blood redeems and forgives. The blood gives life. The blood cleanses from sin. The blood overcomes the enemy. The blood brings us near to God. And the blood makes us kings, queens, and priests. Whoever said that, this is all right right here. It sure is. It's good to me, says Marlene. The blood makes us kings, queens, and priests. Revelation 1 and 5, it says, And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler of all the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us and washed our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Well, what does that mean? Well, we were created to have dominion over this world. We were the kings and the queens of the world. And we lost that place because we obeyed the devil over God. But now through the blood, we are back in position. Somebody say, I'm back in position. We're back in position. We are kings and queens again in the kingdom of God and, and, and priests. But he adds, and priests. See, for a while... We had to have a priest to go to God for us. And they had to offer the blood sacrifice for us. And they had to keep doing it over and over again just to keep God talking to us. Oh, until Jesus came and he shed that blood once and for all. Now we can go to God for ourselves. The blood has made us kings and queens just like we were before. We are, But now we are our own priests and we can go to God for ourselves and we can go to God for other people as well. Which takes me to the next thing that the blood works for uh, the blood still gets me in pastor Ron this is my favorite one Andrew this is my favorite one Arnett this this the good one the blood still gets me in Hebrews 10 19 it says therefore brethren 
having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that was his flesh and having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart, full of assurance of faith. The blood still gets me in. It gets me into the holy place. This stuff, it speaks to the old tabernacle and the old temple because see us common folks could only go so far we couldn't go into the place where there's the very presence of God we couldn't go into that place where the very presence of God was oh Agatha but now I can now I can because the blood of Jesus gets me in I can go boldly to the throne of God I can be in the spot with him y'all know where my club go my club folk go you know everybody was trying to be in the spot everybody want to get invited to certain parties because they want to be in the spot well the blood gets me in the spot I'm in the spot with him I can talk to him myself I head there every day it is my favorite place to be and when I get up in there I kneel at his feet I crawl in his lap I worship around his throne sometimes I praise and dance before him Tisha and I can do it every day and I can do it all day I have access to the God of the universe because the blood still works it's the entrance fee it gets me in the blood still works. One more. I got one more. Preachers don't ever have this many points on y'all messages. I'm going to get you. I got one more. The blood still offers a peaceful reconciliation. Colossians 1 and 19, it says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, Jesus, and through him, Jesus, to reconcile to himself, God, all things whether things on earth or things in heaven, making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And what does this mean? Y'all know how some folks break up and reconcile, but it's not a peaceful reconciliation. If y'all been there, just keep looking this way. We won't know that was you. They're back together, but they still argue about what broke them up. Imagine if you had committed adultery or if you hit your spouse or you disrespected them or you had lied and then you broke up and then you reconcile. You reconcile, but every day you hear, you know you cheated. I'm going to go here with you, but I remember when you hit me. Say what? Are you lying now? Because you know you lied to me. You know how you lied before. Oh, no, don't think about disrespecting me today like you did last year. That's not a peaceful reconciliation. But when it comes to us and God, we did mess up. We were the ones that did the messing up, and we keep messing up. But the blood works to give us a peaceful reconciliation. He doesn't remind us of our sin because the blood has covered it. He doesn't remind us of what we owe because the blood paid it. He doesn't rehearse our faults and our failures because the blood has blotted out my transgressions. It's a peaceful reconciliation. We don't ever have to hear about our sins again. So why do we keep reminding him ourselves? Because flip it over, say it's not the one that was done wrong that keeps reminding. Say for us, it's us. So it, it would be like getting back together and, and the offending party said every day, good morning, honey. Remember how I cheated on you last year? Pass the peas, baby. And I really hate to ask you because I remember how I slapped you before we got back together. Ooh. Honey, can you please pick me up? I know I don't deserve it because I lied to you all the time before. That's not a peaceful reconciliation. We're at 
peace with God because the blood still works. We're back together because the blood still works. So don't live in the past. Every time you ask him for something, you don't have to remind him of what you did. God, I really, I really need you to do this for me. I know I don't deserve it because I smoked it, I ate it, I drank it, I sold it, I enjoyed it. You don't have to go through all that. This is a peaceful reconciliation. Don't live in your past. Don't rehearse your failures. You and God are back together now. He has made peace with you through the blood. So I just want you to realize that your purpose is to promote something that really works. I know that the blood still works. Tell somebody, I know that the blood still works. And it not only still works, but as you can see, it's the hardest working entity in the kingdom. This blood is working hard. It not only still works, but it still works. It works. It works. And it's time now for you to get to work. Time for you to walk out your purpose. Well, what is my purpose? Here it go. Want to hear it? Here it go. Just tell somebody what you know. That's all you got to do. Just tell somebody what you know. If you know that the blood still makes the wrong right. If you know that the blood still redeems and forgives. If you know that the blood still gives life. Just tell somebody what you know. If you know that the blood still cleanses from sin. If you know that the blood still overcomes the enemy. If you know that the blood still brings you near to God. Just tell somebody what you know. If you know that the blood still makes us kings, queens, and priests. If you know that the blood still gets me in if you know that the blood still offers a peaceful reconciliation then I need you to start walking out your purpose walk it out walk it out what do you want me to do just tell somebody what you know and I know that the blood still works I know that the blood still works I know that the blood still works. I know. I know that the blood still works. I know that the blood still works. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Cause he saved me I know, I know it 
Cause it saved me. I know. I know it works. Because it feels. Nothing feels me. I know. I know it works. Because it heals. Nothing heals me. It will never. It will never. Never. Lose its power. The blessing works. Say I know. Jesus was betrayed he took the bread and he blessed it father in the name of Jesus we thank you for your body that was broken for us God sanctify this bread as we take it as a witness that your body was broken that by your stripes we are healed that you were wounded for our transgression and that you were bruised for our iniquity and that the chastisement of our peace was on you. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. And he broke it. And he said, this is my body that was broken for you. Take, eat in remembrance of me. same night yes Toronto, this was for y'all today on, and that same night he took the cup and he blessed it mm -hmm. father we thank you thank you Lord. all we're gonna say to bless this cup is that I know that the blood still works I know that the blood still works the blood the blood the blood thank you for the blood and he said this is my blood that was shed for you drink ye all of it Let's do it. 
Those of you that are at home right now, we're going to talk about this week what praise really does. Yeah. Because we praise God, but sometimes we don't know what we do when we're doing what we do. Uh-huh. And one of the things I'm going to talk about this week is what it means when you clap your hands. Ooh, I'm going to talk about what it means when you hear you, when you use your voice. But this is kind of one of them old churchy songs. It's not an old song, but it's a churchy song. And, and there's something about clapping your hands. It's like slapping the devil. And some of y'all kind of like the devil. But let me, I can't stand him. He works my nerves. And just to give us a head start... On this week of praise, I want y'all to put them hands together like they did back in the day and just slap the devil and remind him that the blood still works. Y'all sing it for me. The blood still works. Oh, the blood still works. Come on, clap your hands for God. The blood still works. The blood still works. Stay right there. The blood still works. The blood still works. The blood, the blood still works. Come on, clap those hands at home. The blood still works. The blood still works. Yeah, yeah, the blood still works. The blood still works. from sunup until 3 p.m. with just water. So just drink water till 3 o'clock, and we might have some surprises, some praise surprises throughout the day. So every time you get a, a notification that we're on live, jump in. You might be surprised on some things that we're going to do with praise this week. But we will be in prayer at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It is going to be live on the main New Antioch Christian Fellowship page, but I believe it'll be reposted, amen, on all of our pages. Is that correct, David? That you can get on all the pages. Uh, we can take 50 people each night. So if you, huh? If y'all, y'all want to be here. So we can take 50 people. Are we going to do first come, first serve, or you want them to tell you? If y'all tell Pastor Rhonda and tell Pastor Tiffany that you guys are going to be there, we'll reserve your spot for prayer week. Tuesday night, we'll be here at Aliante. Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to be at our main, at our central campus. We're going to have band. We'll have the band each night. We'll have our praise teams each night. We are going to beat the devil up all week long uh, with this praise. So I'm going to be teaching about praise. There'll be some other folks teaching about praise, and we're going to be doing praise, showing you how to use praise as your weapon, praise in prayer this was this year is about going back to the basics of prayer and praise is one of those it's not just music praise is not just music there's a whole lot that goes in praise and then wednesday morning our bible study will be at 8 a.m 
our prayer course all week and then our Bible study at 8 a.m. We're going to talk about your relationships and how to reset your relationships so that they are fruitful. But tonight, 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 I'm so excited about tonight at 6 p.m., the Aliante Church is having a full all-family reunion on Zoom. And so go to our, our Facebook page and get the link. If you don't uh, do Facebook, call me, call Pastor Rhonda or anybody, and they can tell, give you the link on how to join us. I want your whole family. Get somewhere with the whole family. I want to see everybody, especially if you, those of you that haven't been back to church. I want to see you at the family reunion tonight at 6 p.m. We're going to all be together. We're going to have fun. There's going to be questions. Uh, we're going to really enjoy each other tonight at 6 p.m. via Zoom. We can get all of us on on Zoom at the same time. We can see each other. I don't want to see none of those uh, little white things, them little bubbles and all that. I want to see you. I want to see your face and your kids and your husband them. I'll even look at your dogs and your cats. I want to see you. So just make sure that you're dressed, praise God, and not laying in your bed. <laughs> Uh, but please meet us at 6 p.m. for our reunion, our Zoom reunion for all of Aliante. And if you're from Central or anywhere, y'all want to join in, just text us. Uh, they hate me to give out the number, but everybody got my number anyway. 702-812-1174. If you need it, if you need how to connect with Zoom, 702-812-1174. You will need to download the Zoom app. Yes, you do need to download the Zoom app. It's simple, and so we will see you all tonight on whatever device uh, you, you want to come in on. You can come in on a computer, a desktop, a cell phone, iPad, tablet, whatever you got. We want to see you all at 6 p.m. It's going to be a lot of fun. All the pastors will be there. Uh, it's going to be great. Amen, amen. So we'll see you guys at 6. The rest of you will see same time, same station right here at New Antioch at Aliante. God bless you. I think we'll just go out on the blood still works. I need you to tell somebody what you know. Tell somebody what you know. Tell them I know that the blood still works. I know that the blood still works. Amen. If you all would just stay in your seats, they're going to dismiss you. God bless you. I love you. Do you know the blood that works? 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 Do you know the blood that works?
Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977. Thank you.